0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
1: Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr.
2: heard that paying yourself first is the first step to wealth building. Now, learn how to do it. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. Today, we're talking about the importance of honoring what is widely considered to be the first rule of managing your money and building wealth. And later in the show, we'll hear from personal finance and business coach Darthea Kelly. Kelly will talk with us about the importance of creating an emergency savings fund and also provide helpful tips for just how to go about doing that. So it's the first rule of wealth building: pay yourself first. That means putting aside funds, ideally 10% of your income, before paying any other bills or spending money on anything else, into an emergency savings fund with the goal of putting aside at least nine months' worth of your household budget or annual income. I call it your income interruption fund because unemployment should be one of the only reasons to ever spend this money, and it should be replaced as soon as you get a new source of income. Creating a cash emergency fund starts with you budgeting for it. You'll have to get additional income or cut expenses to fund it. Here are other do's and don'ts of building up your emergency cash reserves. Do not link your emergency fund to your ATM card. It'll make it far too easy and tempting to dip into it when you shouldn't. It's okay to link it to the bank account you use for your day-to-day expenses so that you can transfer the funds quickly and easily if you need to. But unless you have a true crisis, for example, the car you use to get to your job needs repairs, focus on pushing money into your emergency savings fund, not taking money out. Do save from every paycheck. Even as little as $25 is better than nothing and it will add up over time. You want to make a goal of at least six months worth of household expenses in your emergency fund at all times with a greater goal of building it to at least nine months' worth or even a year's worth. The more you have, the more time you have if you lose income. At least 10 cents from every dollar you get should immediately go into your emergency fund, at least until you reach your goal of six months' worth of your annual salary or household expenses. After that, you can cut back to five cents of every dollar. Also, save from other sources of income including bonuses, cash gifts, tax returns, even lottery winnings. Since these are unexpected sources of income, what I call found money, you should put at least 25 cents of every dollar from these sources into your emergency fund. Picking up a part-time job or seasonal job is another great way to build up emergency savings even more quickly. Do not touch your emergency fund unless... It's a true emergency. For example, loss of income or the need to spend to keep money coming in. Again, like repairs for the car you depend on to get to work. Holiday spending, family vacations, and that big sale at your favorite store are not emergencies. Now, when do you want to start? Right now. Don't wait until you have a better job or extra money to save. When has anyone ever really had extra money? Better to start monthly contributions to the fund with only a little money than to kid yourself into thinking that you can start later and put in more. Once you've fully funded your emergency savings, you can then devote more money toward other goals, including saving for retirement, college for your kids, a down payment on a home, or that business you've always wanted to start. In a crisis, your emergency cash fund can spell the difference between financial difficulty and financial disaster it's critical that you make this a top priority of your household budget. The biggest benefit of emergency savings is the added security and peace of mind it provides against the unexpected. This is the number one reason why you need to pay yourself first. Next up, regular Money Matters listeners know that I stress the importance of taking personal responsibility for your financial education specifically by reading at least one book about personal finance, investing, or business every single month. So, before we take a break, it's time for a new addition to our Wealthy Thinking reading list. Today, I'm recommending Money Chat the book, How to Get Out of Debt, Successfully Manage Your Money, and Create Financial Security by today's guest, Darthea Kelly. Money Chat, the book, is an excellent read no matter what your level of financial education, whether you're just beginning to get an understanding about how money works, or you're more experienced with managing your finances. That's because Kelly covers nearly all of the important money decisions we're likely to face in our lives, while explaining terminology and complex financial concepts in easy-to-understand language. More importantly, Kelly goes beyond giving you information, to showing you how to actually apply it to your day-to-day life choices, covering everything from creating a real financial plan for yourself to coming up with extra money without using a payday loan or over-relying on credit cards. Money Chat, the book, is an excellent addition to your Wealthy Thinking reading list. You're listening to Money Matters, Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. I address the topic of creating your emergency savings fund of what I call your income interruption fund, with my guest, Darthea Kelly, author of Money Chat, the book, How to Get Out of Debt, Successfully Manage Your Money, and Create Financial Security.
1: Darthea, you stress in the book the importance of creating an emergency fund, which, you know, all financial coaches talk about. But you actually yeah. provide some real um, steps and, and things that people could actually do to, to really get that goal met. So what, what, where, where should people start when they're talking about creating this fund?
0: So the first thing I believe that people should do is just take an assessment of where they are because you may have extra money you don't know about. So you need to take an assessment of your home, your clothes, your shoes, what you're spending. That's That's a given, number one, because you want to make sure that maybe there is some extra income that you need to cut back spending and will have. So you don't want to um, take and have this money but don't know you have it, kind of, because you're spending and you're not keeping track.
1: So a lot of times you already have your emergency fund because if you were, you know, really spending more efficiently, you'd find places where um, you could find places to cut spending or to spend more efficiently um, and move that money into the fund as opposed to you trying to figure out where you're going to make extra money.
0: Exactly. Bit by bit though, you a lot of people say, Oh, a thousand dollars, I don't have that sitting in the bank. No, but gradually if you cut back on some things and I know people say that all the time, cut back, cut back, but you really have to take it seriously. And you cut well, back on those things week after week and you'll find you have money for them. Well,
1: I think you make an important point. Um, you know, it's not all about getting it all done in a week or a month, but really yeah. establishing um you know, that old pay yourself first adage but taking a little bit of something but diligently putting it aside. Um, and, and Obviously, if you can put it in an interest-bearing account, great, but the point is to put it aside and let it accumulate.
0: Exactly. Put it aside, let it accumulate, and now with all these wonderful apps that are at our fingertips, you can connect them to your bank account, and they'll pull money automatically. You won't even have to look at it. I love it. I use it myself, and it helps me because I like to see it pile up And I'm like, oh, I have saved a couple hundred dollars over two, three months. And that helps you You to put that into your emergency fund.
1: So you're saying it's important to automate the process as much as possible so you don't necessarily even feel the money going away. It just, you know, grows without you having to think about it.
0: Yes, automate it. There's one of two ways. Of course, you can always do it with your bank. If you have two bank accounts at one bank, and now there's interbank um, transfers available as well. But you can say, hey, every two weeks on a Friday transfer $20 to this savings account. That's one way. But then there are also apps like Digit and Capital. I may not be saying that one right, but it's Q-A-P-I-T-A-L, and I use both of them, and I like it because it, it automates it. I don't have to think about it. The other thing I like about it is if you're a little short one week and you need that money, you can just withdraw it, no problems at all.
1: Oh, So it's accessible to you, which is very important for an emergency fund, whether you're short that week, or, I mean, the point of an emergency fund is if you need an emergency, you got to be able to get at it.
0: That's right. That's right. So
1: so people should focus so heavily on, oh, I'm getting a lot of interest, because where you put the money, you may not be getting a lot of interest, but you're getting easy access to it, which is important when you have an emergency.
0: Yes. Your emergency fund is not about investing. It is not about earning interest. It is about when that car breaks down, the kids need something, the refrigerator goes out. You have money to cover that expense. So, you definitely, if you get the thousand or twenty five hundred dollars and you have that saved, you do want to put that in a money market account that earns a little interest, but you're not trying to invest and put it in CDs or anything like that because you do need to be able to get it if something happens. So,
1: while want we close out with that point. what What constitutes an emergency? what does not come.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's let's make this very clear. So um, I say in my book that an emergency is not an I deserve it or pity party moment. It's not for, uh, you know what, I've been working, I haven't gone and on vacation. I deserve a vacation. It's not for luxury things that are wants, not needs. Emergencies are the car breaks down. An unexpected medical bill comes up, the kids need something, things like that. Um, And when you say something, you don't mean a
1: new video game.
0: We certainly don't mean, and we mean mean like braces or like I had the issue with a, a dental appointment and the bill ended up being $500, you know, and I was crying as a single mother because I didn't have $500. That is an emergency.
1: Excellent. Listen, Darthea. thank you so much for being a guest on our show. What's the best way for our listeners to get in contact with you to learn more and to just access the great advice that you give?
0: Your listeners can find me online on everything at Dorothea Kelly, but please also visit dartheakelly.com and TheMoneyChat.com.
2: Excellent. Thanks for being on our show.
0: Thank you for having me.
2: Again, you can get more great advice from Darthea Kelly as well as learn more about her book, Money Chat the Book, at themoneychat.com. Before we wrap up today's podcast, I have a great treat for you. It's another addition to your wealthy thinking bookshelf. You want to get my latest ebook: Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed. How your choices in pursuit of sex, love, and relationships impact your career, business, and financial success. This book, again, is available as a free ebook at grownzone.com forward slash buy love get trouble. And it's especially written for those who either have a lot to lose financially in their pursuit of love and relationships or they've already lost a lot and don't want to lose more. This book is targeting entrepreneurs, executives, professionals, of course, athletes and entertainers and anyone who's already paid a high financial price for poor relationship choices. I cover everything for what makes you vulnerable to such choices, especially if you're successful in your career or your business, as well as the eight things you should never do to get a relationship or keep a relationship going. This book is a must-have if you really want to both manage your money as well as manage healthy relationships. Again, the book is available at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. And guess what? It also comes with a self-assessment so you can really add up the cost of your relationship choices. You'll quickly find those numbers go up very, very quickly. And by reading this book, you can take better steps, make better decisions to protect your money and your love. Okay, that's it for today's podcast. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com.
1: Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.
2: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.